Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. Today I want to talk a little bit associated with a phenomena that I've seen primarily with model rail radio. And it's a particularly curious association because it's usually associated with gentlemen that are in their maybe 60s, 70s, this kind of age range, you know, typically in their 60s, and their association with political parties. Now, this might seem very curious associated with a podcast where the topic is the hobby of model railroading. But within this whole spectrum of things, I've been able to offend occasionally listeners who subscribe to my personal Facebook feed. The first incident was associated with the Australian election, which is never a good time for me because I see a bunch of people that are normally very rational having to affiliate with either political party in Australia, which strikes me as not only completely artificial, but also completely forced by the political system that forces you to participate in the elections and ultimately vote for, you know, well, like the US, there are two major parties and a bunch of minor parties. But really, there's this notion that if you don't vote for the major party that you agree with fundamentally, you're wasting your vote. Well, my perspective is there are no lesser of two evils here. You just have evil. And in this regard, historically, one of the participants who'd been a pretty active participant in Model Rail Radio decided to take exception to my view that basically the best thing you could get, the best piece of paper you could get for Australia was not a ballot paper, but actually a ticket out of Australia. This obviously pushed him a little bit over the edge, and he sent me a bunch of very curious things associated with my family in Australia, and he called into Model Rail Radio following, but that basically ended our working relationship and ended his participation in Model Rail Radio. Recently, the Canadian Prime Minister talked about quantum computing, and I did, like, one, literally one seminar associated with quantum computing. I think it might have actually been just a, like a regular physics like class that I did in university associated with quantum computing. And I already knew, like, it was 18 years ago, but I already had that stuff in my mind where when the Canadian Prime Minister talked about it, I realised that the guy just didn't have a clue what he was talking about. When people start talking about that whole wave particle thing or, you know, these kind of cliches you know, really, they don't have a very heavy understanding of quantum mechanics and, in this case, quantum computing. And there are a few keywords that you look for associated with quantum computing, and bits, unfortunately, is not one of them, and the wave particle thing just made me realise that he was ad-libbing for the sense of humour, for the cameras, these kind of things. Now, I don't normally get offended by this kind of stuff. It's pretty typical. But what I found very curious was... This became a thing on the internet. This became a thing that people passed on the footage of the Prime Minister. You know, he was supposed to be talking about something else, but one of the journalists made a joke and asked him about quantum computing. And I thought, does it show actual respect for quantum computing in giving completely the wrong answer, which thankfully sounds sufficiently like something that might be right, that you kind of get a few laughs, and in this case it becomes an internet phenomena? Or is it just a means of pushing misinformation associated with this field, which I don't feel particularly passionate about, but at least I understand some of the basic components to this. Anyway, so I posted this to Facebook in a relatively insipid post, or at least I thought so. And a few Canadians, and I've got to point out, a good number of our listeners from Mobile Rail Radio come from Canada, or at least actively participate in a Canadian. A few Canadians took exception to this thing. And what I was saying specifically was that the Prime Minister probably should learn a bit about quantum computing, but more importantly, 
before these things become viral, before these things are actively you know, sent out into the broader public, maybe it's a good idea that people maybe look at the Wikipedia article associated with quantum computing and maybe do a bit of background research to get a sense that this is a thing that exists at least in a few physicists' minds and it is completely different to what this gentleman is talking about. In fact, by putting out this kind of misinformation, you're not really doing a public service for anyone. I mean, maybe it excited a few of the quantum computing physicists because they're like, wow, that's actually becoming something in the media. But my perspective was, this is just an example of a politician ad-libbing on a topic that I don't really know much about. And this, unfortunately, I see as symptomatic of the problems associated with you know, contemporary political what have you. So, you know, that was my perspective associated with this thing. Anyway, the Canadians' objections started with criticism of the current American presidential candidates. To talk to an Australian living in the US and blame them for the current American presidential candidates just seems to me like a complete non sequitur. All of them, without question, every single one of them, I would not vote for if I had the right to vote. But more importantly... I think the whole problem is symptomatic of this stuck in this, you know, rigid political dogma associated with the fact that the way things are currently with the political system is the way things should be in the future. I have concerns associated with the Canadian Prime Minister as well, because I think there's no reason, I think Canada has a population of maybe 38 million, maybe somewhere between 30 and 38 million. There's no reason that the same person should be Prime Minister twice. I feel more extreme associated with the Bush and potentially Clinton legacies here. But really, I find it very extraordinary that the political system is really so much in parallel to the old school kind of House of Lords, or even really the senators here. The whole thing is about birthright and a wide variety of really curious things, which I would think would be antithetical to what should be existing in this abstract idea of democracy, which I pretty well already discarded. The one thing that I find curious about these political discussions is that people are so offensive, like really offensive to individuals who do things for them. I mean, in the case of Model Rail Radio with the first gentleman, I did a lot of stuff for him. I organized a lot of stuff, free of charge. I never got anything associated with this. He also participated, which meant that I edited his audio. I actively you know, worked on making his audio better. And with the gentleman who responded, again, many, many minutes, if not hours, of audio recording that I'd done of this gentleman that I'd put out and, you know, taken my time and energy in order to get it out. Nothing more to pass on the information. And most of this, in both cases, was self-promotion associated with these individuals. So what strikes me as really strange is this is a real thing. Like, you're communicating with a real human who's actually done real work to your benefit, and yet mysteriously through this, because he said something which you feel might be offensive associated with your particular political views, it's completely okay just to behave in a really quite curious and somewhat disturbing fashion. And I think on some level of society, the current society has agreed that this is acceptable, that people, when their political opinions are offended, are able to do whatever they like with regards to individuals who here have actually done a lot to help them out. And that I find very, very curious. I find this kind of emotion associated with politics that's removable from an emotion associated with interaction. Now, truth be told, I've unfriended a few folk on Facebook associated with their political beliefs, 
And in many cases, these are people who have participated in model rail radio. But at the end of the day, I feel like my mental space, my Facebook mental space, should be more associated with cat videos and occasionally photographs of home renovations and holidays and these kind of things. And really should have nothing to do with the contemporary political process that it angers me as well. I mean, obviously, it has an emotional impact on me too. But my emotional impact is usually associated with frustration with the contemporary process and the fact that a bunch of people who normally would be perfectly interactable and easygoing are affiliated with these nuts, these war-mongering nuts. And ultimately, I guess my reaction to this is to unfriend people in some circumstance. The gentleman who commented about the Canadian Prime Minister, I let it slide, but it did strike me as strange that these kind of ideas of abstract people that are in political office is so independent to real people that do real work that really benefit other people. It just strikes me as strange that this thing is societally acceptable. But as a good portion of my life is mandated and controlled by people of this generation with this kind of phenomena, I've just got to accept it as a thing and move on. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.